Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name's Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and let us know what your score is. A fantastic week for Super Wildcard Weekend. Now, am I a little bit biased? Maybe. The Lions won their first playoff game in 30 plus years, so maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I'm also extremely happy. We've had a lot of coaching changes over the past week. We've had a lot of fun. So we're just going to jump into it and we're going to talk about one of those surprising coaching changes. And that was Nick Saban retiring. The guy is a living legend and it for me it seemed like it came out of nowhere but a legendary career definitely worth talking about. So this first round is dedicated to Nick Saban and all the things having to do with him. So let's get started with question number one. Born on Halloween, within two, what year was Nick Saban born? Question number two. Nick Saban just retired from Alabama. What other SEC school was he the head coach of and was representing that school in the blind side? Question number three. Within two, how many national championships did Nick Saban end up with as a head coach? Question number four. Where did Nick Saban play college football and have his first coaching gig? Question number five. Name two of the three teams in the NFL that Nick Saban coached for in his career. And question number six. What school was Coach Saban's first head coaching stop? All right, I'm gonna give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. Let's get you some answers here on Nick Saban. By the way, sorry about my voice. It's been a little bit cracky today. But question number one. Born on Halloween, within two, what year was Nick Saban born? He was born in 1951. So in order to get the point there, you would have had to say between 1949 and 1953. Question number two. Nick Saban just retired from Alabama. What other SEC school was he the head coach of and was representing in the movie The Blind Side? Well, that would be LSU. So that was the path that he took. He went from Michigan State down to LSU. He was at LSU for a few years and then went to the NFL, and then he ended up back at Alabama. So a pretty good little run there as well. Question number three. Within two, how many national championships did Nick Saban end up with as a head coach? He ended up with 
seven national championships. So in order to get the point there, what I had to say between five and nine. He won one national championship at LSU, and then he won six at Alabama. Question number four. Where did Nick Saban play college football and have his first coaching gig? Well, that would be Kent State. He was a player there from 1970 to 1972. He was a graduate assistant in 73-74 and then the linebacker coach from 75 to 76. From there, he's mostly been in college football, but as this next question indicates, he did have some time in the NFL. So that's what question number five was. Name two of the three teams in the NFL that Nick Saban coached for in his career. Well, all you had to do was name two of these three. The Houston Oilers from 88 to 89. The Cleveland Browns from 91 to 94. And then the Miami Dolphins from 2005 to 2006. So if you had said two out of any of those three, you would have gotten the point there. But yeah, he had a couple of stints there in the NFL. Some of them were good. Some of them were bad. But he is much more of a college coach. And then question number six. What school was Nick Saban's first head coaching stop? Well, that would be the University of Toledo. He was there in 1990. So yeah, we follow the path. Houston Oilers, 88 to 89, Toledo in 90, and then Cleveland Browns, 91 to 94. After being with the Browns, he went back into college football, then obviously was ended up at LSU, spent two seasons down in Miami, ended up leaving a little early from there, and then ended up at Alabama, and that's where he was until just last week when he decided to retire. But again, a fantastic career, someone who is Definitely looked up to by a lot of college coaches and definitely will be for a long, long time. Speaking of college football, we're going to move into round number two. And round number two is our quick hitters round. This round is filled with some questions that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is college award winners. For this round, I'm going to give you the name of one of the college football awards. You simply have to say who won that award this past season. So let's get started with question number one. The Heisman Trophy. Question number two. Maxwell Award. Question number three. Coach of the Year. Question number four. The Bolitnikoff Award for Best Wide Receiver. Question number five. The Doak Walker Award for Best Running Back. And question number six. John Mackey Award for Best Tight End. So let's give you some answers here on some of these awards and who won those awards, and we'll talk a little bit about them as well. So question number one, the Heisman Trophy. That was Jaden Daniels from LSU. I... Again, we, we kind of talked about this a few weeks ago when we went over the Heisman Trophy. I don't know if he was actually the best player to win this award, but that's what the voters thought, that he was a the best representative of it. Um, and interested to see what he will do at the next level, see if his skill set carries over. Maxwell Award, that was Michael Penix Jr. from Washington. Now, usually there is a correlation between the Maxwell and the Heisman and a couple other awards and who would actually win the Heisman. But Michael Penix, it looks like he should be poised for a good NFL career. What we see a lot of what we've seen a lot of success for, and we saw it again this past season, is the quarterbacks who are accurate from 8 to 15 yards are going to be the ones that are the most successful. 
CJ Stroud is doing a phenomenal job at that. That's why he's doing so well. Penix is the left-handed version of that, in my opinion. I think that he will be a good quarterback in the NFL. Question number three, coach of the year, that'd be Kellen DeBoer from Washington. He is now your new Alabama coach. Amazing rise in seven years. He went from coaching at the NAIA level to head coach of the University of Alabama. And I kind of like what I've seen on TikTok and my wife has brought up. You don't want that initial coaching job after Nick Saban. You want the one after the guy who potentially maybe fumbled the ball a little bit. So I'm, I'm hoping for the best for Kellen DeBoer, but I'm hoping, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next few years there. Question number four, the Bolitnikoff Award for Best Wide Receiver. Well, that would be Marvin Harrison Jr. He just declared this past weekend for the NFL. All these Ohio State guys are coming back. Marvin Harrison Jr. said, I'm wishing you the best of luck, but I feel like it's my time, and I feel like he's going to be a very special talent. There's a lot of people that say that he could come in and he's a top 10 wide receiver right now in the NFL, so I'm going to be interested to see if that comes to flourishing. Question number five, the Doak Walker Award for best running back. Well, that would be Ollie Gordon down at Oklahoma State University. The guy who, since Barry Sanders has left, came the closest to breaking some of his records. He is a great running back. I'm gonna, I, I think he'll be okay in the NFL. It'll be fun to watch him. And last but not least, question number six, the John Mackey Award for best tight end. That would be Brock Browers from the University of Georgia. Back-to-back winner on that one. He won it last year. He won it again this year. He's going to be, I think he's going to be like a Sam Laporta next year. I think he's going to be a rookie, and mostly, most rookie tight ends don't play well. Sam Laporta's kind of breaking that mold, but I think Brock Browers might be the next one to be able to do that. He is a great, great talent. Continuing on now into round number three. Round number three is our connections that make contact. This round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through sports and that's going to be the sixth question is what is the connection between those five answers so let's get started with question number one what current player in the nfl was drafted by the detroit tigers in the 37th round of the 2014 mlb draft out of high school and spent a lot of time with his dad in major league locker rooms question number two What NFL player started at Ohio State before winning a national championship with LSU? And his father was a longtime assistant coach at Ohio University. Question number three. Who was drafted in the 1995 MLB draft in the 18th round by the Montreal Expos and was commemorated with his own card as a catcher for the Expos this past year? Question number four, who is the little brother to Cooper and the big brother to Eli and had a dad who played in the NFL? Question number five, what New Jersey born quarterback turns 39 today and had a big resurgence the last few weeks of this past season? And question number six is, what is the connection between those answers? I need more than just their quarterbacks or that they play in the NFL. 
I'm looking for something a little bit deeper than that. But I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's see if we can make some contact. So question number one, what current player in the NFL was drafted by the Detroit Tigers in the 37th round of the 2014 MLB draft out of high school and spent a lot of time with his dad in major league locker rooms? Well, that would be Patrick Mahomes. And again, this is one of those annual reminders that the Detroit Tigers have drafted more Super Bowl winning quarterbacks than the Detroit Lions. Now, Technically, the Lions drafted Matthew Stafford, and technically they did draft Charlie Batch, but more Super Bowls definitely goes to the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Question number two. What NFL player started Ohio State before winning a national championship with LSU and has a father who is a longtime assistant coach at Ohio University? Well, that would be Joe Burrow. Now, disappointing the year this year. Injuries kind of hampered him, obviously. Excited to see what he does next year. Question number three, who was drafted in the 1995 MLB draft in the 18th round by the Montreal Expos and was commemorated with his own card as a catcher for the Expos this past year? Well, that would be Tom Brady. And man, those cards were hot. People were looking for them like crazy. They turned out cool. I like the way that they looked. They definitely turned out very cool. I didn't get any, but the ones that I saw looked very cool. Question number four. Who is the little brother to Cooper and the big brother to Eli and had a dad play in the NFL? Well, that would be Peyton Manning. Love watching the Manning cast with him and Eli. Definitely a really cool connection there. And question number five, what New Jersey-born quarterback turns 39 today and had a big resurgence the last few weeks of this past season? Well, that would be Joe Flacco. Now, he did turn into a little bit of a pumpkin in that last game in the playoff game this past weekend, but... He did have a fantastic end of the season. Probably won a couple people some fantasy championships. So we had answers such as Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Joe Flacco. Well, the connection there, if I had thrown in Ben Roethlisberger, would that have maybe helped? But they are all the quarterbacks who have represented the AFC in the last 20 Super Bowls. That's amazing to think about. From the AFC's perspective... There's only been 20 different court. There's they've been in 20 different Super Bowls the last 20 years, obviously, but they are only represented by six different quarterbacks. And if we take out Joe Flacco and Joe Burrow, there because they both only have one appearance, that means that 18 out of the last 20 Super Bowls in the AF from the AFC AFC side were represented by four players. Mahomes, Brady, Manning, and Roethlisberger. That is nuts to think about. Now, as of right now, obviously Patrick Mahomes is still in it, but he's the only one that's still in it on the AFC side. Will we get a new quarterback from that AFC side that's going to be added to this list? Will it be Lamar Jackson? We will find out this past weekend. It's going to be a fun one to watch and see how this season continues to move on. Speaking of moving on, we're going to continue into round number four. And round number four, we are going to honor Bill Belichick. It is 
obviously at this point if you have not heard yet he is done and he is out in new england it was a great run it was a lot of fun to be able to watch but he is moving on now where will he land will he land somewhere only time will tell with that one but we're going to ask some questions on bill belichick and have a little bit of fun with this as well so question number one within two what year was bill belichick born Question number two, true or false? Bill Belichick coached for a couple of years in college before coaching in the NFL. Question number three, the Patriots are the second team where Belichick was a head coach. What other NFL team was he the head coach for? Question number four. What NFL team did Belichick start his NFL coaching journey on? Question number five. What other team did Belichick win a Super Bowl with as an assistant coach? And question number six. While in college, what other sports did Belichick play? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's get you some answers here on Bill Belichick. So question number one, within two what year was Bill Belichick born? Well, he was born April 16th, 1952. So in order to get the point there, you would have to say between 1950 and 1954. He's still going strong. Question number two, true or false? Bill Belichick coached for a couple of years in college football before coaching in the NFL. That is false. He has spent his entire coaching tenure in the NFL. He has never coached a single season in college football. Now, he is good friends with some college football coaches. We'll talk about that here in a second, but he has never coached in college football. Question number three. The Patriots are the second team where Belichick was a head coach. What other NFL team was he the head coach for? Well, that would be the Cleveland Browns. He was there from 91 to 95, and there is one of the connections that we made to Nick Saban. His defensive coordinator while he was with the Browns was Nick Saban. That's why they are such good friends. If you didn't know, now you do. Question number four, what NFL team did Belichick start his NFL coaching journey on? That would be the Baltimore Colts. He was there for a year. He was just an intern, but that's where he started his NFL coaching journey. Question number five, what other team did Belichick win a Super Bowl with as an assistant coach? That would be the New York Giants. The head coach for those teams were Bill Parcells. He was the defensive coordinator. And then question number six, while in college, what other sports did Belichick play? He played lacrosse and squash. If you just said lacrosse, give yourself a point there. His daughter is actually a very successful women's lacrosse coach as well. And she's had stints at Ohio State, but now is at Holy Cross and is doing great things. But again, I think he's going to coach again. He is 15 wins away from tying Don Shula's NFL record for most wins as a coach. I foresee that happening. 
I just feel like he's going to coach somewhere, and I think it's going to be an interesting landing spot for sure. Continuing on out into our last round, round number five, and today we're just going to end with some sports math. So what's going to happen here? I'm going to ask some numbers. You're going to either have to add, subtract, multiply, divide. Not divide. We're just going to add and subtract and multiply today. And don't worry. There's only one multiplication. It's super easy. You just have to tell me what is the final number there. So let's get started with question number one. Yards needed to get a first down plus the amount of attempts to be able to get those yards. Question number two. Wayne Gretzky's number plus the number of Stanley Cups won throughout Gretzky's career. Question number three. Derek Jeter's number worn his entire career, minus the amount of AL MVPs Jeter won. Question number four. Championships won by Michael Jordan, plus his number he wore when he returned from retirement. Question number five. Record losses in a row set by the Pistons this season multiplied by the amount of NBA MVPs won by a Pistons player. And last but not least, question number six. Tom Brady's number he wore throughout his career, plus the amount of national championships claimed by Michigan football. All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. Let's wrap up today's game with a little bit of math. So question number one, yards needed to get a first down plus the amount of attempts to get those yards. Well, that answer is 14. You get, you need 10 yards to get a first down. You get four attempts, 10 plus four equals 14. Question number two, Wayne Gretzky's number plus the number of Stanley Cups wore one throughout Gretzky's career. Well, that would be 103. He wore number 99. He won four Stanley Cups. Therefore, it is 103. And yes, Stanley Cups, as in the ones that you win in hockey, not the ones that everyone's going crazy for from Target right now. Question number three. Derek Jeter's number worn his entire career minus the amount of AL MVPs that Jeter won. Well, that would be two. He wore the number two. He never won an AL MVP during the regular season. So that's two minus zero. That would stick us at two. Question number four. Championships won by Michael Jordan, plus his number he wore when Jordan returned from retirement. Well, that would be 51. He won six NBA championships. And the games that he immediately came back from his initial retirement, he wore number 45 because in between the times that he retired and he came back, the Bills, the Bulls had actually retired number 23, so he wore 45. Now, in the playoffs that year, he did switch back to 23, but those few weeks there, he wore number 45. Question number five. Record losses in a row set by the Pistons this past season multiplied by the amount of NBA MVPs 
the one by a Pistons player? Well, that would be zero. So the Pistons did set a regular season record of 28 consecutive losses in a season. Now, they surpassed the previous record. They are technically tied with the 76ers, but the 76ers did it over two years. The Pistons lost 28 games in a row in the same season. And they are also the only team in NBA history to have an NBA championship, but no NBA MVPs. So that is 28 times zero. That one is zero. Last but not least, question number six. Tom Brady's number he wore throughout his career, plus the amount of national championships claimed by Michigan football, well, that would be 24. He has won, he wore number 12 all throughout his career. Michigan has claimed 12 national championships, so 12 plus 12 equals 24. So hopefully you had a little bit of fun with that and worked a few of those math muscles here. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next Tuesday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you, su- make sure you subscribe everywhere else. Please leave a five-star review wherever you can and follow us on social media at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Well, hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. Have a great rest of the day, and I will see you next time.